Well, you might have some travel delays this summer in Toronto because border and custom agents we are learning are being pulled from Pearson to help deal with a surge of asylum seekers crossing in from the U.S. through Quebec. And instead of actually dealing with it and closing up the holes or maybe tweeting out not to come over, our prime minister feels a better solution, I guess, is to inconvenience everyone else so that these people can come in illegally and break the law. So what does it mean for you? Well, they're saying you could sit on the tarmac for up to an hour, maybe more, in the nice hot summer. And now this weekend, there are protests planned at that border with two different groups, those in favor and those against the border jumpers. We're expecting about 20,000 by the end of this year. You can only imagine what those protests might turn into this weekend. I want to bring in Candace Malcolm. She has been uh, covering this issue probably more than anybody has also gone to the border border crossing. She has been writing in depth on this for the Toronto Sun. Hey, Candace. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. What um, What do you make of this latest that they're going to pull these border guard and agencies to to deal with a something that should have just simply been dealt with by the prime minister? Well, it's incredibly frustrating. I mean, we're talking about Canadian travelers, international travelers, people who are coming to the country legally who have to be inconvenienced because the government can't come up with a proper solution to address the illegal surge. So today there was a report in the Globe and Mail, it was a leaked document from the Canadian Border Services Agency saying that they were moving border guards from Toronto Pearson Airport, the busiest airport in the country, and moving them to Quebec to process these illegal uh, crossers and their asylum claims. So, you know, people coming in from the States, people coming in from Europe are going to be waiting even longer at Pearson. And really, the solution, it could have been so much easier, Alex. I mean, you could either hire more border agents to process all of these claims, um, or you could close this one border location. You know, 95% of the illegal crossings happen in one spot on Roxham Road. I've been there. I've seen Mm -hmm. it for myself. It would be pretty easy for the government to just put up a fence or you know, just stop allowing people to cross at this one location and it would would significantly decrease this problem. But why, I mean, a lot of people are simply saying, well, why don't they just stop them? I mean, it seems like such an easy answer, but I don't don't understand what the ultimate goal is here. Well, I I think that it is a political decision. I mean, you're right. They they could just stop it. They could really, you know, either instruct the RCMP to, to, to not let people cross to this location, you know, whether it being put up a fence or just being firm, at that location. But clearly, you know, this government, this federal government, Alex, under Justin Trudeau, they, they like the idea of Canada being a safe haven. They like the idea of people being able to come to Canada as refugees. And, and that's all well and good. But the, the issue and the problem here is that there's a whole bunch of folks who are taking advantage of our generosity, who are not real refugees, they're not legitimate. The, the government themselves, you know, um, Transport Minister Mark Garneau said that 90% of these people are not real refugees and that eventually they'll have to leave. So this is, this is really a, a tough issue for the Liberals because they want to be seen as generous. But at the same time, I think Canadians' patience is wearing pretty thin uh, because, again, our generosity is being clearly taken advantage of here. Well, ultimately, this is going to cost us hundreds of millions of dollars just to clean up a mess that was really created by a... a, a, a virtue signaling tweet to kind of show up the president. But, you know, we are inevitably doing a bigger disservice to those in need in our own country. We've got Toronto, which is in a crisis because we don't have any more shelter space. So people here who are already struggling 
are now being pushed out for people who are simply taking advantage. And I don't, I don't understand why there's not more outrage. Or do you get the sense that it's starting to grow? Well, I don't think Canadians are happy about this. I think public opinion polls are starting to show that Canadians uh, don't, they don't want these people coming in illegally. And you're right, you know, it's generosity of, of foreign potentially people who might be refugees, but most of them aren't, uh, that's taking precedent over Canadians, over, over, you know, homeless people and people in need in our own country that are being put sort of secondary uh, to Trudeau looking good when it comes to immigration and refugees. And I, I don't think it's a good strategy. I think, you know, the, the, the numbers have grown a lot and they're expected to be way higher this year. So it's really going to, to test the Canadian public to, to say, you know, how generous do we want to be when it comes to uh, free health care, free education, the government said uh, as much as $20,000 per refugee per year is being spent. And if ultimately we're just going to be deporting these people because they're not real refugees, uh, well, you know, what a colossal waste of money that could be spent on better issues like Canadian homelessness, Canadian veterans, Canadian yeah. Aboriginal issues. You know, there's so many other things that, that should be addressed that I, I think it's going to be a big issue for Canadians. I mean, you've been at that border crossing. There is no question it's not slowing down because they've actually started to build permanent facilities, which which to me is a very dangerous message to send. It tells them we're still open for business, come one, come all. Um, and again, I, I, I question these people will not get kicked out, Candace, because they're being fast-tracked now to Toronto, which they blend in and they get lost. How do you track these people down? Yeah, that's a great point, too. And we've, we, we know that only 1% have been deported so far. So, you know, it, it, they're sending the message that people are welcome, right? You said that the, the tweet that Justin Trudeau sent out saying welcome to Canada, uh, the permanent facilities at the border, we're really sending the message that, that Canada will, in fact, welcome these people, uh, even though our laws have, have something very different written in them. And that is if, if you're not actually fleeing persecution from a, from a government, uh, then you're not really a refugee and you don't qualify under this program. So, you know, the whole thing is a mess. I, I think we need some firm leadership on this topic, uh, but I don't think we're getting that from the Trudeau government. We're getting sort of more of the wishy-washy, uh, feel-good message, uh, but ultimately it is it is a disservice to, to both Canadians paying the bill and also to refugees that are, uh, sorry, asylum seekers that could eventually get deported and, and, you know, their whole life could get thrown apart several years down the road. Well, uh, the opposition has been trying to hold uh, the, this government to account, and Michelle Rempel has been very active on this file. Here's what she, she sees the situation as. I believe that Canada should be an open and welcoming country for refugees, for the world's most vulnerable. But what we're seeing by the Minister of Public Safety's own admission is that many of these people will not be eligible for asylum. Um, they will have their claims rejected. We will incur deportation costs, and then in the interim, it might take, you know, between two to 11 years to have these claims processed. To me, this is a perversion of our humanitarian assistance system. We have over 45,000 cases of privately sponsored refugees. These are people who have raised money in Canada to bring some of the world's most vulnerable who are sitting in UN refugee camps who are awaiting upwards of, like, for example, if you want to sponsor somebody, a refugee from Djibouti. All right, so that is uh, Michelle Rempel, and I've only got about 25 seconds, 30 seconds left. Um, you know, to question any of this, we are then uh, given a lecture about being, uh, you know, divisive and, and um, you know, racist. 
Well, I, I agree with Michelle Rempel, and I reject those claims. You know, we can be an open and generous country. We can be pro-refugee and pro-immigration, but be opposed to illegal immigration and people pretending to be refugees. I think it's important to draw that distinction, and we should really be prioritizing the most vulnerable people, not just the people who manage to show up in our country. On that note, Candace, we'll stay tuned. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thanks for having me. Candace Malcolm over at the Toronto Sun. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.